Today's Fremont Food Hub podcast is brought to you by the Brown Company. Brown Company is the locally owned and operated New Holland Ag and light construction dealer right here in Riverton. They've been part of the Fremont County community for 11 years now and are well known by ag folks for their customer service and their service after the sale. Brown's proud to carry New Holland equipment for our fields around here, but they also carry lines of lawn and garden products for backyard producers too. Stop in to their shop at 39 Country Acres Road, just north of Riverton. You can also catch them online. GoBrownCompany.com This is Jack Schmidt. Welcome to the Riverton Local Food Hub Podcast. The story about how one little town in the middle of Wyoming is fighting to reclaim its food system, one bite at a time. Riverton's a town of 10,000 peaceful souls located in the center of the least populated state in America. We're in the Wind River Basin. Being surrounded on all sides by mountains gives us a wonderful feeling of isolation, but it can really be a challenge when it comes to stocking the store shelves with groceries. So now, don't get me wrong, we grow a lot of food here, more than enough to feed ourselves and share with our neighbors, but we process and market very little of it. Almost everything leaves the area. It goes to other states where it's processed, co-mingled with foods from all over the world, and then sent back to us, sometimes traveling up to 3,000 miles in the process. In the last 60 years, our food system has moved away from us. We've lost our local food. So the Riverton Local Food Hub was formed to reclaim that food. And this podcast is our story. In news of the food hub and getting our restaurant up and going, we signed the lease with the city this week. It'll take effect September the 1st. So the next step is the consumer health services, inspection, and licensing. So stay tuned. On the local food front, Fremont County, Wyoming, on the next to the last week of August 2019, the bounty of the gardens are just exploding and the cornucopia runneth over. I'd like to encourage everybody this time of the year to take advantage of all the farmers' markets around. Lander has a Saturday market from 9 to 11 at the City Park. Riverton has two farmers' markets, one on Wednesday evening at City Park, 5 to 7, and one Saturday morning, 9 to 11 at the City Hall parking lot. The Wind River Indian Reservation has three markets, Ethody, Farwaski, and Arapaho. So take advantage of these. It's a wonderful time of the year to stock up for the winter, on all that wonderful fresh produce. And if you're really, really into local food systems, this is the best time to visit with those producers and get to know who they are and how they work and reward them with your food dollars. And if you approve of what they're doing, buy a lot. So lots of everything, including peaches coming up from Colorado. And it's sweet corn time. Sweet corn in Wyoming has a pretty short window, but it started this week and it's really coming full swing. In fact, Wednesday, we're having a corn festival at the Wednesday Farmer's Market in City Park and free roasted sweet corn to everybody that wants some. So come and get acquainted. Today on the Riverton Local Food Podcast, we'd like to introduce you to our board members. I think this is really important that people know who's fighting really hard to get more local food into your system. So we've tried to get everybody here today, and we're going to do a little introduction. 
But more than the introduction, we're going to ask them why they're doing this. Because the why, I think, is the most important on this journey. So the chairman of our board on the Riverton Local Food Podcast, and we all love that name, don't we? Yes. Is Lance <laughs> Goaty. Lance is, uh, we, tell us who you are, and then more than that, Lance, tell us why you're here. Sure. Um, my name is Lance Goaty. Uh, I kind of came to the Food Hub looking for a project that kind of would help the community economic development. Um, I'm not, I'm not a producer. I'm certainly a consumer. Um, and it probably came at it at some extent from that perspective as well. Uh, but just have a passion about seeing Riverton do stuff that is good for the County, good for the community. And, um, yeah, I think it was just a right place, right time. I attended a couple meetings, sounded like something that I could get behind, and so I got behind it. And Lance was a uh, city council member, yep. so he really had, when we're putting this board together, when he when he stepped forward, I don't know if he stepped forward as much as kind of slowed down and we able to get a rope on him. Right, yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the organizational skills and the, and those skills, to, to the, the politics skills, which is something that a lot of us in agriculture don't have at all so Lance is a is a, is our chairman so our secretary for the Riverton local food hub is <laughs> Amanda Garden and Amanda how are you today I'm doing great yeah, that's a it's a trick question isn't it? Amanda <laughs> so let me throw the Amanda works for County 10 and she you will uh, read a lot of her stuff and she is really talented the stuff that uh, that you read about us she wrote and I'm very impressed with those things. But Amanda, tell us a little bit about, number one, what you do at County 10, and then tell us what, why you came. And let me, let me say this about Amanda. She's not one to jump right in the hoop. I had to work pretty – she was the last one to say yes. And I knew that we needed her real bad on this board. But she was the one – and I'm so glad she is. So tell us, tell us what swayed you, Amanda. What, what made you come on board? Well, I mean, honestly, like when you first came to me, I was really interested, but I never kind of like to say yes right away. Um, family or home life is really important to me. So I have been for a long time just kind of really fascinated by this farm to table scene. Um, and I've kind of had conversations over the last couple of years about that. And I, I don't know, I think Riverton kind of has an opportunity for that to be kind of this ag or farm to table scene to be kind of part of its identity. And selfishly, I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> um, and I think it'd be good for Riverton. And I guess I was looking, I was kind of open to other ways to get involved in just the community and try to be part of making it better instead of, you know, having an opinion either way and not really doing anything about it. So, but I wasn't really sure where that would be. And so when you came to me, Jack, and asked me, I didn't say yes right away, but I thought about it. And um, so, yeah, here we are. And I said yes. And it's been really fun. And I really um, enjoy all the people that are part of the board. So I think that that's a really, really good point about, about this place Riverton is right now in time 
and position in the local food thing. Because this local food thing, it, if you pay attention to all the to, to, to news around the country, that's ex- it's exploding. The farm to table thing is just that's that's we're on the cusp of a of a huge change in our food system. So it's kind of exciting when this little bitty town, this little bitty <laughs> ten thousand people, and I call them peaceful souls, but they're really wow, they're a bunch of nuts out there, aren't they? We're just, you know, Riverton is Yeah, I don't most... even know where you get peaceful souls. <laughs> <laughs> I work at County 10. That's not what I see. True story. But the most, <laughs> one of the most diverse populations that you'll have, but if, if this is so exciting because they're coming together uh, on something as simple and as, and as wonderful as food uh, in order to maybe change something very very vital so that's a yeah. very good point next member of our, our of our uh, board doggone it we didn't give him a title we need to give him a title uh, member only. member i will call you number one farmer how that brian <laughs> yeah yeah <Love> it. <laughs> and, and actually is the member that's the real enough sure enough producer of the thing brian right. pile of uh sun harvest uh food so brian I, number one I've always wondered, where did Sun Harvest come from? Sun Harvest Seasons is what we said. Well, the reason that name came about is, first of all, we want to honor God in what we do, and we kind of committed our whole farm to that to start off with. Second thing is, the seasons meant we were looking at, which was exciting about this group because we're looking at trying to get uh, production to happen a little longer throughout a season. I mean, we have pretty short season, you know, in, in compared to some areas that produce different kind of things. But have local food and we could f- figure out a way to keep stretching that season longer and longer and make sure that we get people who can take products and put them into a value enhanced i guess you might say a product or just something that's available right fresh uh that's why we went with seasons because we were our plan along 20 some years ago was Great. to make sure that we'd have produce or get people involved in produce that's going to last so just a little bit more there you were a teacher and your wife was a teacher yes for 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 like now you're not that old you know no, you're no, no. but you just yes. just now retired just this retired, year and yeah. wife just now retired well, she has concentrate been, on this well she's been working on it for quite a few years but yeah now we're going to really concentrate i guess well we have to now yeah that's yeah the only you're thing retired you. yes yeah. right so <laughs> what do you see let's ask this question just kind of to, to pull this together brian what do you see in the next 12 months with the food hub what do you hope we accomplish right out of the gate oh well first of all that exposure that we're getting and this kind of exposure is really good just because people do want you know like you guys have all said people want that fresh food they want to be able to grab a hold of something that's grown fresh, grown locally, and shoot, I mean, you can go all over Wyoming, which we have with our produce, and you can sit right along any other state person, and you can sell your produce here in Wyoming just as well. Why? Because we know how good it is. I mean, it, look at any gardener, you know, I mean, you love produce that comes out of there. So in the next 12 months, I think, first of all, exposure, but second of all, when we get going with our kitchen up there, people can start utilizing that kitchen to be able to take some of their products because there's a lot of products out there that can be value enhanced and it can extend that season. Uh, another thing I think I'd like to see in the next 12 months is for us to be able to uh, say that the kitchen and the up there at the airport is running nice and smooth and that people are uh, wanting to come up there and see what's going on. 
Our treasurer for the Fremont Local Food Hub is Kathy Rosenthal, which is really, really hard because I knew her as Kathy Cooper, which is a lot easier to say. I know. But yes, yes, yes. But let love, love happen. So Kathy, just give us a real quick bio of, of what you do. And then we want to talk about why you do it, why you're involved with the Food Hub. Sure. So yeah, if, um, a few years ago, we moved back to Riverton. Uh, I'd been in the Sheridan and Buffalo area, and we had a couple kids, and uh, actually, we just had Ben, my son, that's four now, and uh, I was pregnant with Annabelle, and we were like, you know, this is great living in town, um, but we didn't have, we weren't near our family. My parents are still here, and uh, they're still on our farm uh, that we've had in the family for a long time, and, and the option to kind of come back and be on the farm and to, to live out of town and, and have a garden. That was kind of one of the big things. We thought we really wanted to have a garden. We didn't have the space to do that. Growing up in agriculture, I wanted to have that again and to have that opportunity here. I thought, you know, maybe it's time. And uh, so we moved back three years ago. Then I had, an, uh, had our daughter. And here we are. We're, we're gardening and expanding and, and trying to do more. At a greenhouse. And a greenhouse, yes. We just put up a greenhouse this past uh, May. June, I guess the weather kind of delayed us a bit, but, um, and that, you know, we started having, you and I started having conversations in the spring about, um, just local food. And, and I, I'm, that, that means a lot to me. And I think it's very important and being such a big agricultural area, uh, with so many people doing so many different things to have this hub as a central location for people to, to bring food to, to, um, distribute food to the community in the area is is important. We need this, and and uh, we're excited. I was super excited to to be able to that you asked and to be a part of this effort. And that's the, and 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 so we'll expand on that. Let's expand on the greenhouse. There's a half a dozen that I know of just by seeing them from the road. Don't know who they are. You know, <laughs> right. we're, in agriculture, yep. it's it's a, it's a solidary kind of an occupation, but. For the marketing part, we really have to coordinate and cooperate, and maybe that's a, a function of the hub is to get those will to get those greenhouse people people together, and exactly. maybe we'll have a dinner or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. All right. So our other board member is Elizabeth Lewis, known as affectionately to all of us as Livy Lewis, and Livy is. Uh, uh, well, she she's she lives in Lander, and I really, really, really enjoy talking to Livy because she's not Wyoming native, but she's sure Wyoming soul, and <laughs> has moved out here and and really grabbed a hold and is uh, involved in the food sovereignty program on the, on the reservation, which is something huge. So anyway. Libby, tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you came from, how you got here, and what you think the hub would be the best thing we could do. Okay, well, you called me right out. I'm not from Wyoming originally, but I have been here for the last 11 years and chosen to live here most of my adult life. So, um, yeah, so I am working with the um, with an organization in Fort Washakie that runs the Wind River Farmers Market, and previously I was working out of the Fort Washakie Extension office um, doing 
nutrition education for the Sensible Nutrition Program. And I did uh, my master's degree at the University of Wyoming studying food systems from a public health perspective. So that is, um, that is a, definitely a big part of my interest, learning about um, disparities in diet-related disease is, is a big part of why I became interested um, in this work in general. And with the Food Hub, I, I hope that it can be whatever community members want it to be. Of course, it should support local producers and, um, and increase access to, to healthy local food in this community. But also, you know, it could be anything folks want it to be. We could work on, you know, we've all talked about this. We could work on food recovery projects to mitigate food waste. We can, um, you know, support small cottage industries that maybe are selling at the farmer's market right now but would love to expand and be able to sell in a store. And that's something that we could help with with a USDA certified kitchen for folks. And I think the USDA has has designated the the reservation as a food desert, is that right? That that would definitely be right. And probably know. one of the bigger ones yeah. in the country. So there's a huge, huge need not only for, for production, but for distribution and 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 to, to get that out there. So that's uh, I, I was so happy that Libby came on board to kinda fill in that that space for for what we can do for the community. The vice chairman of our board of the Fremont Local Food Hub is Carla Borders. Carla is, uh, well, I'll just let you introduce yourself, Carla. Give us just a little bit of a bio and, and why you've decided to spend a lot of time, and you are, on this Food Hub project. Okay. Um, well, I'm a Fremont County native, uh, born in Wyoming, and and I was raised in the country, and I really appreciate locally grown food, uh, especially in, in the days that we're in now where we have to worry about all the different additives that are put into our food. And when I found out that the Food Hub, well, at that time, we didn't even have a name yet. <laughs> and we still um, can't remember it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it really sparked my interest when I found out that there was a local food movement that was starting, and I really wanted to get involved Um just, you know, for selfish reasons for my family, because we try to eat healthy and we, we want to eat locally sourced food. And I just think it's a great opportunity for um, farmers, for people that are entrepreneurs that that want to make barbecue sauce or whatever it might be, that they have an op- opportunity. And this is a great way for them to do that. Yes. And, and that's a really good point in that we, we do this really we're humans, so we do things from a selfish uh, uh, point first. I like local food because local food is fresh food, and damn it, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but you also want when you find something good, you want to share it, Absolutely. and then when you when you get into this mode, you want to make that circle of share bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's what we're trying to do uh, with the hub. Now, we've all kind of brought talents. You guys have brought talents. I've brought BS to this. But everybody's brought their own talent to this. And and, and you are on the uh, city council. Yes, I right? am. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so you're kind of our 
Are you our lobbyist? No, <laughs> you'd be the politic expert. I think I'd call myself the big cheerleader. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah, I just think it's great what what you guys are doing, and and I think it's great that um, it's a, an opportunity for people to get involved and and help be in charge of what they eat, where their food comes from. We've got some great steaks in Fremont County, lots of good beef growers, and and it's nice to be able to promote them and. And uh, and the thought that we're going to be able to help feed people at the airport um, to provide a service there is great. I'd like to see everybody have a big steak and a big potato for Fremont County. There you go. The, the last member of our board is, is probably the, I don't know, uh, Amanda Henry would be, we, we've all, as I said, the board members have all got their talents. And I think Amanda has more talent than, than certainly... I do, uh, and she's quite an asset to the to the board. She's a producer, but not of something that's grown here. For, uh, and Amanda owns the uh, uh, Brown Sugar Coffee Company, and she is she was the first roaster in Fremont County, yes. and she's she's agreed to be on the board and lend her expertise as far as the, the business goes, and she is a, a pioneer in this local food production. So, Amanda, if you want to give us just a little bit of a bio and what you what you think that we ought to, the, why you like the hub. Okay. Well, there's lots of reasons. And, A, I think you sell yourself short, so on having some well, 5'10", you know, that's... <laughs> And some expertise. No, honestly, um, just to give you a little plug, um, this couldn't have gotten off the ground without Jack and his support and his ambition to see it through. So thank you, Jack. You're welcome. Um, And on that note, obviously, I'm also in it for selfish purposes, (laughs) like the rest of us. Um, Born and raised in Fremont County. Um, I'm a local. I uh, didn't understand or appreciate the fact that my mom was an extreme health nut growing up, so... I uh, now as an adult appreciate that, and I think that's where kind of my passion for good food and whole foods and uh, lack of, you know, eating processed foods comes from, and I had spent some time in my college years in California, and um, I uh, appreciated a lot of things about California, but one of the things that I did not like was the fact that we just couldn't get really good food there, and um, that movement's definitely changed, and so I was kind of in that... um, area when that whole movement came through. So people were trying to get better foods and the um, access to better foods. And then I get back to Wyoming and um, started a marketing company here. So I have the Wyoming Homes magazine. That's what most people know me for. And um, since then, I bought the Brown Sugar Coffee Roastery. And so I was really excited to buy this business because I saw so many wonderful opportunities that I could do with food. And then I got into it and realized I couldn't do half the stuff I wanted to do <laughs> because of health code restrictions. So I just can't bring in whatever milk I want, and I can't just make my own things, and I can't buy local eggs and serve them, and I can't buy local breads and serve them. So it's really limited to produce, um, which I love to get from our wonderful farmers and growers here. But that limits us from pretty much the months of April to October, right? So. Um, I'm excited when Jack um, introduced his idea for the food hub and what that could bring, possibly some egg handling 
um, possibly some other things that could get certified that I could purchase locally. So from a selfish point of view, I would like to create an atmosphere and a restaurant atmosphere that I can get mostly local. And so that's kind of my drive on why I want to be a part of this. And it's so much fun because we got people like you right here in this little bitty town in the middle of Wyoming, the least populated state in the whole dang country. And this movement seems to be coming together right here in the middle of nowhere. And it just seems like we have all the puzzle pieces. We just got to fit them together and they're, and they're starting to come together. And that's for me, that's the purpose of the hub is getting is opportunity for all these people to have uh, local produce, local food, not only to sell, but to buy. So yeah. I'd like to, uh, if, if we could, to kind of to kind of finish this thing up. Uh, you, you've inspired me. The whole board is, is, is really, I'm very, very proud of them. And, and uh, they're so diverse, but with a, with a single goal. And we're kind of heading that way. Mm-hmm. And we haven't known each other all that long, but we, we've become friends. So, would you allow me a poem for this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of my favorites. It's called uh, Friends. Now, friend's not a word I just toss around. Though it's used and abused, I still like the sound and I save it for someone that's done right by me. And I know I can count on if ever need be. Now, some of my friends drive big limousines. They own ranches and banks and they visit with queens. But some of my friends are up to their neck and overdue notes and they can't write a good check. Well, they're teachers and ranchers and writers of prose. But some of them, God love them, can't blow their own nose. See, being a friend's got nothing to do about money or talent or knowing who's who. It's a comfortable feeling when you don't have to care about choosing your words or being quite fair because a friend will just let them go right on by those things you don't mean. Then <clears throat> not bad an eye. It makes a friend happy to see your success. He's proud of your good side. He forgets all the rest. And that ain't always easy sometimes because there's times I go crazy and I seem to go blind. And then a friend might have to just take you on home or remind you sometimes that you're not alone or ever so gently bring you back down when you think you can fly and no one's around. A hug or a shake, whichever seems right, that's a high point of friendship. And I'll tell you tonight, all the world's riches and tributes of men don't hold the candle to the worth of a friend. 